Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. Hello, everyone. Pastor Bob here, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good to have you with us tonight. Broadcasting live this 20, what is it, 29th day of November 2020. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy belated Thanksgiving to all of you. And we had a great Thanksgiving at the Simons family. We had, um, let's see, I went to my daughter and her husband's house on Thursday at lunchtime in Beulah. And uh, that's the Woodses. In fact, um, Sarah Woods is an author, and she's going to be on my program next week. We're going to talk about her book about raising children. That's going to be good. And then, um, and then for supper on Thanksgiving, we went to my oldest son Luke's house and his family. And then on Friday morning, we got up and picked up four hogs and <laughs> brought them out to my youngest son Ben's house and our whole family including all the uh, new uh, grandson-in-laws and granddaughter-in-laws and uh, all my grandchildren, we all butchered or we all made sausage, cut up uh, pork and 
mixed in some hamburger and some venison, and we made uh, how many pounds of sausage was that? Was that 700 pounds of sausage or four, 500? I don't know. Somebody said 700 pounds of sausage we made. Maybe, maybe. I know it was a lot of sausage. It's some good stuff, too. And then on, let's see, that was Friday all day, and then we had a big meal Friday night out there. My youngest son is a rancher. And uh, he has a ranch out in the Badlands of North Dakota. Like there's 27,000 acres out there that you can run around on. And it is some of the most rugged, beautiful country in the world. Just some beautiful stuff. Really desolate back there. And then Saturday I got to go visit my mom and my mother-in-law in Bismarck. So I guess I didn't obey the CDC. I traveled around a lot for Thanksgiving. But... Um, we uh, sure love our family. And then we had a great church service today. It, I pastor, if you're listening on the internet, I pastor the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. We are broadcasting live here right now. Uh, this is a uh, live AM radio show that we come on, and it's picked up on the internet by Holy Ghost Radio. So I'm not sure you're, which way you're listening, but people are texting me tonight, and you can text into the program 701 290 Six two, we for the winner of the first text tonight. It's uh, brother Dave Shart from uh, Fargo that's listening. He was number one, and then we had after that brother Rose and from brother Rose from Kentucky. We had brother Griffith. We've got Yvonne and Marin, brother Griffith in Great Falls, Montana. Brother or sister Yvonne and her daughter Marin down in Bowman, North Dakota. We've got Joe from Texarkana, Arkansas, listening tonight. Um, we've got the Tarbells listening in Bismarck. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. Well, I just have a hankering to play my guitar, so I'm going to do it. Maybe I'll try, let's see, let's, I'll try a song that I wrote. And uh, this is a song I wrote several years ago. And it's based on the Greek concept of the word church. The word church is a... Greek one of the where one of the words church comes from is a Greek word ecclesia and ecclesia means the called out ones I got a call one evening many years ago from someone who I didn't know real well asked if I was ready to come out from among them he told me he would save my soul from hell and I was called out called out to be holy called out called out of this world called out New life lay before me, I was called out to Him. Well, my life was full of sin when Jesus called me in. He had a plan to wash those sins away. Baptized in Jesus' name in the apostolic way, His blood washed away each sin and I was called out called out to be holy called out called out of this world called out a new life lay before me I was called out to him but it didn't seem to me I could live in victory He had a plan so I could do that too I spoke in other tongues When the Holy Ghost came in The gift He gave to me He'll give to you And I was called out Called out to be holy Called out, called out of this world Called out, a new life lay before me I was called out 
to him God wants to call you out today, call you out of this world, and call you unto himself. More people are texting tonight. Nathaniel Burling just texted, or he's, his dad texted me all the way from Park River, North Dakota. Uh, Ella says hi, and uh, the kids are listening in their rooms. All right, they must be back home. We've got uh, Jody listening in Harvey and her kids. We've got... Uh, Isaiah, listening, Brother Isaiah. Now, his wife is a singer and a piano player. She can play. The uh, uh, Brother Farron's listening. He's the one. We play some of his music. He's an evangelist, a good evangelist. And um, if you're looking for a good evangelist, you pastors that are listening, I can get you in touch with Brother Farron. He asked me, how was the fish? I talked about last week eating some really. I got a friend from Minnesota, from Minneapolis. I was I texted him a few weeks ago. Somebody had brought me over a really good fish dinner, and I told my friend, I said, this fish that I'm eating tonight is just about or maybe just as good as yours. And he was like, oh, yeah. So he brought some fish down from Minneapolis and cooked it for me Tuesday night. And I'll tell you, it was awful good. I, mean, it was, I must have had close to three pounds of fish. And that's a lot of fish. Brother Johnson's listening in Mesa, Arizona. And so uh, several others here are listening. People are still texting tonight. Um, we've got uh, Danny listening. Good to have Danny listening. How can you listen to this? Good to have you listening tonight. Well, I want to just, I'm going to talk about tonight on the radio show. I've got, I've got several things here that I just can't get to. I've got several topics. And I mean, I really have been wanting to do radio shows on at least two other topics, but I, you know, I just I'm going to talk about what I talk about in church today, and I'll modify it for the radio so that you can handle it. But um, I want to read James chapter four verses four through eight. I'm going to talk about when winning isn't winning, or maybe the power of submission to God. Maybe we could call it that. James chapter four verse four. James said, "You adulterers and adulteresses." Know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw an eye to God, and he will draw an eye to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, in our church, we are uh, having a revival. Uh, as many of you know, we purchased a new building coming up three years ago that will seat about 500 people in the uh, worship area. We've got uh, uh, you know a building that will expand with us. Uh, we're excited. Plenty of parking right on the interstate. Great location. Uh, we've got a lot of great people coming. Uh, just good people, good families, lots of children. Um, just people that have a love for God and, and a love for others. And, and um, it's a wonderful place to be a pastor. We don't have any trouble with money. Uh, the people in our church give like crazy. And, um, and I, I appreciate that. But we are certainly in a battle, and if unless you're blind and deaf, uh, you probably, if you don't know that something's going on in a world, it really is. We're, we're in a battle, um, and I believe that our church is in a battle to see men and women saved. And I, I have a desire, one of the reasons I come on this radio program is to bring the Acts 238 message to everyone that doesn't know it. Um, and, of course, that Acts 238 message, I try to work it in every broadcast in one way or the other. That message that when you, you come to Jesus, you've got to repent of your sins, which means to, to confess them to him, to ask for forgiveness. And then after that, you need to be baptized in water. The word baptism in the Bible means immersion. You're going to be dunked under the water. And when they do that, they're going to say in the name of Jesus over you. And then the Bible says you can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit 
and the initial evidence of receiving the Holy Spirit is not the gift of tongues, but it's the speaking in tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance, and as found in Acts chapter 2 and several other places in Acts, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, and then Paul talks about it certainly in the epistles too. And so we believe that's what being born of the water and of the Spirit, Jesus said you must be born again, and then he backed up and said, be born of the water and of the Spirit. That is the new birth. And we believe that. And we come on the radio because of that. And we have a church that believes that and are actively reaching out to the lost. But we are also in a battle. Um, not everybody that we reach makes it. Some people walk away. Some people struggle with attitudes. Uh, some people even struggle with rebellion against God. And so I've been talking a lot lately about the battle that we're in. And maybe just about every service, not quite possibly, but I talked about how there's pieces to the puzzle that we need to have so that we can win this battle and we can see God move in in the Dickinson, North Dakota area. Part of the puzzle I've talked about is the the, uh, unity that we need to have. As brothers and sisters. Now, I'm talking not talking about unity throwing away truth type of unity. I'm talking about unity, the unity of the Spirit. In other words, the Spirit leads us, and because the Spirit leads us, we stay unified together because we think the same, we believe the same, and we won't let the enemy get involved with uh, having us tear each other apart. I also believe in the power of the realization of the battle, and that's another thing I've been talking about a lot in our church lately. Um, also the power of prayer, and also the power of praying in the Spirit, which is praying in tongues. And some of you, that would be a new concept for you. Uh, the um, we talk about. I've been talking about the power of fasting. But tonight, I want to address, and I addressed it in our church this morning, there's another piece to this puzzle, that to access the power and the peace of God in our life, and this piece is called submission to the will of God, submission to the word of God. James said, he is so quoted so many times, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Well, that's only part of that verse. It says, submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. God wants us to submit our lives to his you know this this uh this is a something and i i you know i mean for some of you this is not going to be profound for some of you it's going to sound uh maybe like the first time you've ever heard it but there is a power and a peace when you come when you submit your life your will to god and i'm going to talk about what that means tonight I want, to, I want to explain what it means tonight, because it's not just words. There's practical application to submitting our life to the Word of God. I'm going to play an old Lance Appleson, Appleton song here. It's called Let Him Rain, Let Him Shine. And you can text me tonight, 701-290-7862. His people rejoice, all His people rejoice. When the King is reigning in your heart, His people rejoice. And they all break forth with joy and gladness at the sounding of His voice. So let Him reign, reign, reign. Let Him reign down in your at the sounding of his voice. 
So let him shine, shine, shine. Let him shine down in your heart. Let him shine, shine, shine in your heart. In your heart. Let him rain, let him shine. Rain, rain. Let him rain, let him shine down in your heart. Let him rain, let him shine. Rain, rain. Let him rain, let him shine in your Pastor Bob is back. That was that was an old Lance Appleton song. You know, when I was first first got in the church, somebody gave me a couple old Lance Appleton albums, and I think I recorded them onto eight track tapes, and I listened to those until they wore out. Talking about, hey, glad to have you with us tonight. More people are texting. Good to have Zach and Leah listening. Good to have Bobby listening. Good to have Paul listening. Uh, just all you folks that are listening tonight, thank you so much. You can text me. The power of submission to the Word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 10, it says, For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. Now what what does that mean? Well, in verses 14 through 16, it says, Does not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it's a shame to him? But if a woman have long hair, it's a glory to her, for her hair is given her for a covering. But if any man seem to be contentious, we have no such custom, neither the churches of God. Paul was saying that he was teaching the Corinthians that men should have short hair and women should have long hair, And he said that's the way they all did it back then, everywhere, all the churches. And if anybody wants to argue, he said that's just the way we do it. That's what we believe. But notice verse 10, he said, For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. The power that a woman has when she doesn't cut her hair is not in her hair. The power is in submission to the will and the word of God. This I didn't take some obscure Old Testament passage, you know, about, you know, destroying the Amalekites here. I'm reading right out of 1 Corinthians. This is right to the church. And why did I, why am I bringing this up on the radio? Well, because I'm, first of all, I'm not ashamed of these verses or any of the verses in the Bible. But secondly, I want you to know that there are many verses in the Bible, many scriptures in the Bible that people ignore because they don't like them, they don't want to talk about them, 
But what my subject is about tonight is submission to the Word of God. Like, if you're a man with long hair and you read 1 Corinthians chapter 11, you'll realize that God wants you to get a haircut. And if you're a woman who's been cutting her hair and you read 1 Corinthians chapter 11, you'll realize that God wants you to stop cutting your hair. And you say, well, why does it matter? Well, the only reason it matters is because we want our lives to be submitted to the Word of God. That's why it matters. That's why anything in the Bible matters. There is a power in submitting to the Word of God. That's what Romans 6 is talking about. It says, Neither yield yourselves members, Romans 6.13, as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God. So those that are alive from the dead and your member as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Verse 16 Know ye not that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey his servants you are to whom you obey whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Yield your members verse 19 servants to righteousness and holiness. Whose servant do you want to be? Do you want to be the servant of sin, according to Romans, or do you want to be the servant of God? Because when you to be the servant of God, you've got to do what he says. You've got to submit your will to God. Submit every area of your life to the Word of God. Now, I'm not speaking about tonight that you've got to listen to Pastor Bob. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that you would submit your life to the Word of God. For instance, you'd submit your time to the Word of God, or what to do with your time, what the Word of God says. You know, there are people that don't even take time to go to church. Well, the Bible clearly says we're supposed to go to church. You know, Hebrews talks about not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together like some people were even back then. You know, it is important to go to church. We give our time to God. We give our time in prayer to God. We submit our life to God. What What is important to people is what they do with their time and we end with their money. You know, this program, we've never asked for money on this program to support anything, and we never will. And if you want to send $10 to this program, I'll just tell you to take your mom out for for breakfast instead because we're, we're not going to accept it here. That's not why we're on, we're on the radio, actually, to try to reach people with the the truth of God's word. That's why we're doing this. And so uh, we've never asked for a penny, and we don't want a penny. We just don't. Our church pays for the time to do this on the radio, and and uh, and Holy Ghost Radio helps us out, and uh, we um, you know we we support them also. But I, I'm telling you that you need to submit your time to the Word of God. You need to submit your money to the Word of God. You see, you say, well, why is that? Well, I'm going to get into this why is that stuff because it seems, it sounds really hard to you. It really sounds hard to Americans to submit our will to anybody but ourselves. And that part of that's because of the form of government we had. We were a self-governing people, so we don't want people telling us what to do. I know many of you are struggling with this mask thing. I am. You know, I don't, you know, I mean, shoot me, get mad at me, whatever, but I don't wear them. If I go to a store that says I have to wear them, I put them on. I mean, I, I, I mean, I struggle with it, but I don't want to struggle with what God says. You know, if God told me to put a mask on, I'd do it. You know, I'd do, I'd do if God told me to stand on my head two hours a day, I'd do it. That would be quite the sight. I can stand on my head still, but not for very long. God, every area of your life you need to submit to the Word of God. Not to Pastor Bob. Not to some little voice in your head. But to the Word of God itself. You you know what? You need to submit. I, I mentioned hair. You need to submit the way you wear your hair to the Word of God. You need to submit how you dress to the Word of God. Word of God talks about cross-dressing and that God God doesn't like it. He doesn't want men to dress like women and women to dress like men. 
You say, well, wh- what does it matter how I dress? I'll tell you, here's what matters. If you want the power of God work and the peace of God working in your life, submit your will to God. That's the secret. That's one of the secrets to seeing God move in our lives. You need to submit your sex life to the Word of God. Yeah, that's I said that right. Yeah, your sex life. God's the one that invented sex, and he said it was good back in Genesis, so it's good. But he invented it, he created it to be performed in the act of a marriage between a man and a woman. A lifelong commitment type thing. Anything outside of that is not being submitted to the Word of God. That's why you people that are listening to me tonight, maybe here in Dickinson, that are just living with your boyfriend or living with your girlfriend, you you haven't made that promise of marriage, that commitment for life, um, you know, maybe you, you just casually have sex with whoever you want to. Your life is not, you have moved outside of the area of God's protection, his power, uh, of his peace. You're, you know, you, you've moved outside of that area. I'm not being judgmental. I'm just telling you what the Word of God says. How could I even be judgmental when I don't even know who I'm talking to on the radio? You know, this, you need to, you need to submit your thoughts to God. You need to submit your entertainment to God. You need to submit your your will, your pride to God. The Word of God is very specific about all kinds of different areas. And we need to bring our lives into subjection to God. And the reason for this is not because God wants to make us miserable. The reason for this is because God wants to get on, he, he wants us to be on his side. If you submit your life to God, you will find the power and the peace of God working in your life. If you do not submit your life and your will to God, the only thing you can settle for is some kind of some kind of powerless religion because God will not be there. I'm telling you everything I'm saying, I can back up through the scripture over and over and over again. You know, when Samson was told in the Old Testament what a Nazarite vow was, and he broke that vow, the power of God left him. Oh, I shouldn't do this. Oh, I'll do it. Uh, text me tonight, 701-290-7862. Listen to this crazy song. there, Delilah. This is your ex-boyfriend, Samson, and I know you thought that lifting weights made me so buff and handsome. You were wrong. It's cause I let my hair grow long that makes me strong. Hey there, Delilah. You came in while I was sleeping and I couldn't feel you cutting and I didn't hear you creeping out the door. You left my hair piled on the floor. While I just snore Oh, what you did to me Oh, while I was asleep Oh, I'm a Nazarene No, but you shaved me clean Delilah, you're so mean I killed a lion, big and mean And slaughtered many Philistines All with the donkey Jawbone, that's no lie. Now I'm chained up to the wall, and I can't cry no tears at all because they came and gouged out both my eyes. Why'd you grab your clipping shears and shave my head like Britney Spears? And now I'm standing here in total shame, and you're to blame. Hey there, Delilah, why did you? have to deceive me and it's hard for me to think not long ago I wanted you to be my bride but you took too much off the sides hey there Delilah when you die just tell the devil I said hi and he'll know why all right had enough 
Hey, Pastor Bob, the Telelec, it is radio show, talking about submission. I was talking about Samson. I thought, I'll just play that song. Oh, text text me tonight, 701-290-7862. And um, you are listening, if you're listening on 1129-2020, this is a live broadcast. You can also listen just about anywhere where you go listen to your podcasts. You can find this. I, I didn't know that, but you can. I, I think you can find it on Apple Podcasts. I think you have to put in like Pastor Bob Simons, the Tell It Like It Is show or something like that, and you'll find it. And if you can't find it there, get on Holy Ghost Radio, and you can find it on Holy Ghost Radio. Uh, get the app Holy Ghost Radio. You can hear a lot of great preaching there. And uh, we'd love to have you. Um, if you want to listen to those podcasts again, you sure can. I'm going to maybe record this one or submit it. We're talking about the power of submission. You know, it it um, it really sounds hard to some of you that are listening tonight to submit your will to the Word of God. But Jesus said it wasn't hard. He said it was easy. Matthew eleven twenty eight. he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Now, he's talking about a yoke like you would put on oxen. And so he wants us to yoke up with him, like he's in one side of the yoke. And we're on the other side. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest under your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we're kind of turning a corner here here in the program. I'm telling you, you've got to submit your will to God, but this is a good thing. Because when you do, God will help you. Because now he's on your side. To be yoked with Christ means that you your load was too much for you. You couldn't do it. You're not going to get there. And so you've put on this yoke with him on the other side, and this yoke speaks of harmony. It speaks of direction. This yoke speaks of submission. It speaks of surrender, of being under the control of someone else. And this yoke speaks of obedience to his commands. He's on one side, you're on the other. He supplies the supernatural. You supply the natural. You do all that you can, and he'll intervene with supernatural help, answers, solutions, provisions. It sounds hard, but when we submit our life, our will to God, he begins to fight our battles instead of us doing it. And I want to say this, and I... I think I made it up, but I probably heard it somewhere. Stop fighting with God and let him start fighting for you. Let me say it again. Stop fighting with God and let him start fighting for you. And the way that you let God start fighting for you is to to submit your life to him. In my text in James chapter 4, I read, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. So, you have sickness yourself or one of your loved ones. Do you want God on your side? Do you want God to hear your prayers? Well, you need to submit your life and your will to God. You have loved ones that have walked away from God. They're backslidden maybe, or they're lost. So how do you fight? How do you, how do you get God to hear your prayers? Well, there's a lot of ways, but one of the secrets is to submit your life to God. He pays attention special attention to people who are doing everything in their power to please him and to keep his commandments. And the Bible, if you if you don't believe that, and you say you're a Bible-believing person, you are not a Bible-believing person. You're a, you're a religious television-believing person. You're a tele-evangelist-believing person. Because they'll tell you that all you got to do is say the name of Jesus and it's, and snap your fingers and it's going to work. But that it doesn't work. James said the effectual fervent prayer availeth much. 
But I left out part of it. Somebody text me. What did I leave out? The effectual fervent prayer availeth much. What did I leave out? Nobody. You guys are slow. You know, you're not texting me. Well, I guess I'm going to have to do it myself. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. What is a righteous man? A righteous man is a person, a righteous man or woman is a person that submits their life to God. That's what a righteous person is. That's what a righteous person is. Don't argue with me on this. That's what a righteous person is. Oh, everybody's texting me now. You guys are slow. You need to be you need to be quicker on your texting. You see, it sounds hard to submit our life to God. But it's not hard. It's not hard. I'll tell you what's hard is to try to live your life without being yoked with Jesus. Jesus said his yoke is easy, his burden is light. But this life this life's yoke is not easy and it's heavy. You know um this rest that is promised to us if we submit to God is a the New Testament rest. The Old Testament was a day of rest, the Sabbath day, Saturday. But the New Testament is a rest that we have with God. Hebrews 4 talks about it a lot. Uh, verse 8, for instance, For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? Therefore, or there remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that entereth into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. You see, what is that verse saying? That verse is saying that when you yoke yourself with Jesus, he's going to do a lot of the work. When you submit your life to Jesus, you don't have to worry about everything like you used to. There's an old Keith Green song that says, you just keep doing your best. Pray that it's blessed. Jesus takes care of the rest. And and the song brings out the story of Noah building a boat, but God... You know, God did his part. Moses, you know, uh, God parted the Red Sea. Uh, you know, this this concept that somehow that this preacher on the radio tonight is talking about submitting to the Word of God, that somehow this is a hard thing, a bad thing? No, no, it's not. It's not this submitting your will to God means that God sees what you're doing and God says, okay. I see what you're doing now. I'm going to go to work for you. I'm going to fight for you. You know, you can try it on your own all you want to. David said, some trust in chariots and some in horses. But I will remember the name of the Lord our God. You can trust in your your vaccine, and I'm not again. You know, let me tell you, I'm not a doctor. All right, don't call me, don't text me, ask me questions about this flu. I'm not a doctor. You know, I'm not going to get the vaccine, but if you want to get it, I don't care. I really don't. I don't think there's anything immoral about it. It's not. I mean, it's not been tested real good yet, and I've heard that that people are going to get sick that take it. But you know, if you if you want to take it, that's fine. I'm not a doctor. You know, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I'm, I'm gonna, I will tell you this, if you take that vaccine, fine, but you still better put your trust in God because there's plenty of other things to die from than COVID-19. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but I'm going to remember the name of the Lord my God. And when you submit your life to Jesus, he'll take care of everything else. But if you don't, you can just settle for religion. There is a power in submission. There is a power in righteousness. There is a power in holiness, folks. This is not about following Pastor Bob's rules tonight. We're talking about the Word of God. We're talking about what God wishes for us to do. And when we begin to do and live the way God wants us to, He's going to 
come through for us. Oh, I'm going to play one more song, Catch My Breath. This song is a Greg McCool song. Greg McCool is a Pentecostal minister. Haven't heard from him for a while, but he... He's given me some of his music to play on my radio show. This is called The High Cost of Low Living. He's in room 211 with a bottle in his hand. Another broken life, another wasted man. He lost his home and family to that's a day he bought a heartache he can't afford to pay. It's the high cost of low living. Sin just keeps on taking when there's no more giving. You invested with the devil and you can't win for about to take his life he sealed it with a kiss the cost was paradise 30 silver pieces bought him more than he could know he bought a one-way ticket to somewhere down below Can't afford the high cost of low living. That was Greg McCool. This is Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. We're talking about the power of submitting your life to God. We have the example of Jesus. Jesus was truly a man, and the spirit that was in him was God the Father. That's who Jesus was. That's why sometimes he spoke as a man. And sometimes he spoke as God when he walked this earth. And now, in his glorified body, he's the visible image of the invisible God. And I need to do a radio show on that again. The, um, but Jesus was an example, as a man, of submission. In Philippians 2 and 5, it says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in a fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God hath highly exalted him. Won't be able to take any phone calls today. He's highly exalted him, and he has given him a name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess. 
the example that Jesus gave of being a of of obedience of submission the man Jesus is an example to us and that's why when Jesus said all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth in Matthew 28:18 all power was given because he submitted to the will of God and then he said in verse 19 of Matthew 28, after he said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, go ye therefore, because all power has been given to me, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. This is a, these verses tell us, of course we know that when the apostles baptized, they baptized in the name of Jesus because Father, Son, and Holy Ghost aren't names, and Jesus baptized them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And so we know that name is Jesus. But Jesus, the reason that we can go out into this world and proclaim this message is not because we're so smart, not because we're so charismatic, not, not for any other reason. But because all power was given to Jesus through his submission, and that power will be transferred to us when we submit to the will of God. Submitting your life to the will of God will bring a dimension to your life, a power, a peace, uh, you don't have to worry anymore because you are following God. He becomes our Father. He will fight our battles for us. The only battle you got to fight is the battle of this flesh to, so that it can be submitted to God. I, I really haven't got into this James chapter 4 that I read. But he, he said, he said, you adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship with the world is, is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God? But what is he saying here? He wants us to submit our lives to God and to be true to God. He said in, in verse 8, draw nigh to God. He'll draw nigh to you. In other words, you draw close to God, he'll draw close to you. Cleanse your hands ye sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. This is all talking about submitting our life to God. Watching the trash that Hollywood and television puts out, that's not submitting your life to God. You know, I mean, whether it's, or whether, maybe it's in a book form. You know, that's one thing I can't figure out. A lot of my Pentecostal brothers and sisters, they don't watch Hollywood movies and they don't watch television. They don't own a television. And I agree with that. But why would you read the book with the same words and the same sex scenes? And I mean, is, what kind of game is that? I mean, what is? Well, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. If you're that person that I'm talking about, you just need to let, you need to submit your life to God. You're right, Brother Gr uh, uh You know, uh, Let's see who is who's this texting me? I think this is Brother uh, Hmm Brother Johnson, yeah. He he said God is a jealous God. That's what yeah, if you uh if you if you read that closely, Brother Johnson in James chapter four, it says, Do you think that the scripture saith in vain the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? That's a little hard to understand in the King King James Version, but what it says is that the scripture's not joking around when it says that God is a jealous God. And when he gives us his spirit, he he doesn't want it want us to play games with it. Wow. Out of time. But Jesus was the example, true example of a man that submitted his will to God. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus prayed, and he said, Father, well, this is Jesus the man praying. Father, he said, if it's possible, let this crucifixion thing, 
Let me not have to go through it, if it's possible. But Jesus said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. I don't know what you're facing today. I have no idea who's listening. I mean, I have an idea of the people that text me. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what decisions you're making. But I'll tell you, number one, you need to find out what God's Word says. And I'll, and I'm encourage you to start in the New Testament. Find out this is the this is the this is you know the Old Testament's very important. I preach out of the Old Testament all the time. But the New Testament tells us specifically what we're supposed to do. You need to find out what it says, and then you need to do it if you want peace in your life. Ooh, well, I think I got that. That makes sense, everybody. Everybody, submit your life, submit your will to God's Word. Not to just some vague idea of God that you made up, but to God's Word itself. How do you get a hold of me during the week? Well, our church is located at five in Dickinson at 501 Elks Drive, Dickinson, North Dakota. Our next service is Wednesday night at 7.30. Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock we have Sunday school. 11 o'clock is our worship service. And so uh, we want you to avail yourself to that. We'd love to meet you. Uh, we have great services, great worship leaders, musicians. Uh, we have a church full of children, lots of kids and great Sunday school teachers. We also have a a church in Beach, North Dakota, which is 60 miles to the west of Dickinson. They have at the Beach Community Service right now every Tuesday night at 7.30. No Sunday services yet, but we we purchased a building right on the main Dragon Beach, and it's going to be a beautiful church when they get done with it. And uh, then we'll start having Sunday services. Hopefully, start having Sunday services, what do you think, maybe even by early spring, I'm hoping, if everything works out. And then on Thursday nights in Bowman, the uh, we have the uh, Bowman has a Pentecostal church on 18 North Main, 7.30 Thursday nights, 10.30 Sunday mornings. So that's that's in, in Bowman. And then we have a church in Beulah, North Dakota. And uh, if you want information on that, that's Truth Community Church, Beulah, North Dakota. You can either look them up or you can text me and I'll let you know how to get a hold of them. Submit your life to God. Put your faith, put your trust, put your hand in God's hand. And, and you can live a life of power peace, confidence, and you can actually do something in this world to change the lives of others. Put your life into the Master's hand. Put your life into the Master's plan. For He has a work for you. That nobody else can do So put your life Into the Master's hand Put your life Into the Master's hand Put your life Into the Master's plan For He has a work for you that nobody else can do so put your life into the master's hand and Lord Jesus tonight as we close this broadcast God I pray that people would do just that God that you'll help them to be encouraged to put their life into your hand that they would put their life into their their pride their will. God, I pray that tonight on this program that we've helped convince them that this will not hurt them, this will not be bad for them, but this will be a blessing to them, not only in this life, but in heaven and also to those that are around them. I pray for the Pentecostals that are struggling right now, playing with sin in their life. God, convince them that this holiness, this righteousness, this submission is what they need. 
if they want to be successful serving you and living for you. We pray in Jesus' name. Lord willing, next Sunday night, I'm going to be doing an interview with a, a lady named Sarah Woods about a book she had. Uh, this is an apostolic lady wrote a book about raising children. And uh, you, you won't want to miss this. And hopefully she can sell some books when we get done with that program. God bless. Good night.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.